Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Like, I've listened to uh, certain episodes of Steve Austin's podcast when he has on, like, those vintage wrestlers that I like to hear. Like, the Kevin Nash one was fucking awesome. I don't know if you listen to that. That was pretty recent. Yeah, it was not that long ago. That was, like, um, two months ago. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, I remember he said something very interesting in that one that really stuck with me because he was talking about, like, being on the WCW plane back with, like, Bischoff, and, like, he said, so. He like, Bischoff was super stoked because, uh, like, the people from the WWF just came in, and, uh, like, WCW is obviously going to dominate now, and, like, Vince is shaken, and he says something like, dude, Vince didn't even care, you had... Two guys in there with bats, and you had this great visual of like cops in the ring protecting them, and that's he's like, dude, the, Vince doesn't care. That's who's two guys have to take on your entire roster. He's not scared. Yeah, and I was like, that's fucking. I would have never looked at it that way, but like, that's his whole other side of the business. That's just like, oh yeah, of course, and like, yeah, I could see how he wouldn't be bothered by that. And it's so interesting because like, kind of to juxtapose that to like what's going on right now. It's nuts. It's like we just had an all-timer classic in All Out on Sunday night. A bunch of us, a bunch of like listeners for the show and I, you know, we all watched it. Kyle, our good friend Kyle, watched it. He was there, motherfucker. He was there <laughs> having a good time. And uh, it was an all-time classic. And all anybody could talk about was like, okay, well, how's WWE going to follow this up tomorrow on Raw? And it, Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck. He just put on a dog shit show. Everybody's <laughs> like, okay, well, I mean, this is this is where it's at. It's just, I mean, they're raking in money. They don't care, you yeah. know, at this point. It's they're like they're also just it, printing it. So exactly. With the TV rights deals that they have right now, like they don't even have to put on a good show right now. They've got people who have been watching for 30 years that will just watch no matter what. So it's like it's kind of interesting to take what was happening in the 90s and have it, you know, he wasn't wavering. And then, you know, he had to make some changes. And everybody after this weekend was like, oh, yeah, good shows make for good competition. Well, let's see, because I, you know, that's what you hope. Yeah. You, you don't want there to just be like one show that you want to watch. You want everybody to step up their game. Here's the thing. You, you like you want to talk like wrestling from 91 to like 92 and a half or Dog any shit. like no i mean that's what i'm saying i'll talk about that that's what i know oh. like we can go talk about like <laughs> you... some old hogan some old bushwhackers some old fucking hacksaw jim duggan shit like man, you watched during a bad era man <laughs> oh man that's what i grew up on like i remember watching to, like 94 Ooh, yeah i remember watching it like saturday mornings and then like <laughs> I liked it, but then I, I'm also going to say, like, late 90s, early 2000s also fucked with a lot of that wrestling. So, like, Steve Austin, Stone Cold yep. era, Mankind was my shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Who were the crazy dudes that were super cringy and carried around a Cartman doll? 
a Cartman doll. Yeah, they were the freaks I or the outsiders, something like that. It wasn't the outsiders. Definitely not the outsiders. Those were part of the NWO. Okay, who was? Or who, they, they, did, they rolled around which, with Al Snow. Who rolled around with Al Snow? The uh, the they, right to censor? No, no, no. This was wasn't never, he a part of them at some time. point? When I was in, it was still uh, fuck the Ho Dude. Train. The oh, Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Val Venus. I'll tell you, I didn't watch a lot of WWF in the late 90s. I was a WCW kid. I watched that too. I was full on NWO. I watched both shows Monday night. I'd flip back and forth depending on what was the better match that I cared more about. Of course. But The Rock, man. All about The Rock. People's Elbow. I was there. I was part of that. Talk about that shit for days, man. Oh, WCW absolutely. Sting. Uh, Rey Mysterio, dude. He's fucking WCW alum. That's where I got exposed to him. This is going to blow your mind, that CM Punk match. He, it was against this kid named Darby Allen, Like this five foot six scrawny ass looking kid. Insane. Dude's insane. He'll fucking kill himself in the match. Uh, he's, you'll never know, you'll never guess, but uh, half his face is painted like a skull. And the other, his other arm is like a skeleton arm. He's been paired with Sting for about a year. Really? As like a yeah. tag team partner? No, like a mentor, but they've had like... Oh! Stinks have like two matches with him, which were actually really fucking good. And so I'm sitting here as a big Sting mark, watching this match, blowing my load over the fact that CM Punk's back, blowing my load, that Sting gets into the ring, they start shaking hands. I'm just like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> this is yeah, insane! Man, I, I watched Sting like on Saturday mornings. Uh... Back in the day with the blonde hair, man, and, like, the super, like, surfer paint. God, Sting was awesome. Dude, surfer Sting? You couldn't yeah. go wrong with that. Ow! <laughs> yeah. Stinger Splash. Also, man, the feud uh, with Ric so, Flair. I, I would, t- yeah, Ric Flair. Uh, I always hated uh, Mr. Perfect. Kurt Hennig, man. Yeah, fuck Kurt Hennig. I, I didn't get it when I was younger, but, like, watching his matches now, it's like, it's like being a like I didn't know many fans of Bret Hart when I was younger, but he was like the person that the older people were a fan of because they realized that he was a technical genius and not just that like this charismatic guy. So I didn't get that, and I think that's kind of hmm. the same thing. Like looking back, I'm like, oh wow, he's actually really really good. Like that, why didn't I like thinking, him when as a kid? Uh, Lex Luger. Dude's a doofus. I love yeah. that dude. But looking back, I'm like, that dude was dog shit. <laughs> oh, he's, he's awful. And he's also so such a bad. huge douche. Such a, yeah. That was WCW too, though, right? Yeah. Well, Who he was? was both. He was the narcissist in WWF. Oh, that's a pretty good name. I'm into that. Yeah, he, he would get into the ring and he was surrounded by a bunch of mirrors. And he would just sit there and pose. Man, do you remember, <laughs> was it like Hogan had that bodyguard called the Disciple? Yeah, Virgil. No, 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 not Virgil. Uh, it was Ed, uh, Ed Leslie, who was Brutus the Beef Beefcake, uh, Brutus, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yes, uh, that was the disciple. Same guy. That was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, dude. That's the guy that blinded Jake the Snake, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, see, Jake the Snake isn't blinded. But no, but there was a big storyline in, story in the '90s where he was blinded by. He got his own DDT sprayed in his eyes. 
Oh yeah, that was the whole that was the whole reason. Okay, so the DDT, one of the most used moves ever right now, but that was his finisher. Yeah, was that his was... finisher, which was yeah. an accident because he went for a front face lock and fell. <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> no, he legit just fell, and that was just turned into the move. I always liked Jake the Snake, too. Also, he made a cameo in that uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Really stoked yes, about that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We talked about him within, like, minutes. This is yeah. probably the most you like you guys have ever talked about wrestling on this podcast ever between two episodes. Probably. But uh, yeah. you're super hyped. You, it bled over into me. It made me... Every time you guys talk about wrestling, I don't care about what's happening. It just makes me think of, like, the shit that I loved when I was a kid and, like, in yeah. high school. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That shit was awesome. That's that's kind of what it's making me feel like now. Like it hasn't for like twenty years felt cool to talk about wrestling, and now I don't even care. I'm out and about in public. I'll wear a wrestling shirt. I'll talk sure. about wrestling, like because it doesn't feel embarrassing to watch. I would wrestling love now. to get like <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I'm super jealous of fucking Gus's Degeneration X hockey jersey. That thing is sick as fuck. Yeah, and he's had that since, like, 1998. I, it's worn in and well-worn and loved. <laughs> like, that thing is badass, man. I loved DX as a kid. They were the yeah. shit. Dude, the amount of, uh, like, DX shit that he has that's original is stupid. So, Gus is a huge DX guy. Yeah, I mean... I need to bond with him Gus and over Mitch DX went more. to a lot of shows. Yeah? yeah? You know the show where it had the beer bath... Where uh, Stone Cold come, came out and he sprayed everybody down with the with the beer oh, cannon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in Albany, half an hour from me. They went really? to that show, motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> Man, I, don't, I just remember like uh, seeing Stone Cold get the shit kicked out of him, and he's like bent over, and you think he's gonna like get fucked up, and then it's just all a setup to hit the kick, and then the stunt. You're like, oh, yeah. nothing like that is such <laughs> well, you a got weird. Me. Yeah, that's like such a crazy adrenaline dr- dump, and you're just like, "Oh shit, he fucking nailed ever, it!" Yeah. Did you ever see the 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 brawl that he had with Vince McMahon in a hospital where he beat him <laughs> over the head with a fucking bedpan? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I watched that shit all the time. I was so into it. Like, there's a. I didn't watch many uh, of the pay per views because I was a poor kid. Yeah. There were a couple of times me and like eight other dudes would get together at one dude's house and we all pitched in and we had to pay his dad cash before he would buy the pay-per-view for us so that That's what's he up. had his money. Oh my God. But I did that a couple times. I tell you what, even right now, wrestling is so much better with friends. Like course, even though right? we weren't able to go to all out this year, the fact that we all have a group chat, there's like eight or nine of us. Brooks is in there, which you guys will hear from in about a month. And you know, we mentioned a bunch of people that are also friends of the show that are in there. And I also, also I have like another chat with another guy that's local to me who I don't know if he has many wrestling friends, but, like, he's sitting there hitting me up all night. We're all chatting nonstop for four hours. Like, holy shit, you see that? Oh, my God. Holy fuck, that move. Like, all night. And wrestling's just better with friends. So I'm glad when you were able to watch those pay-per-views, it was with, like, eight dudes. And y'all split it. With my dudes, man. And we'd, we'd throw in on pizza. Dude, it was, like, a perfect Friday night for Hell a fucking yeah. freshman in high school. Like, I mean, outside of getting a hand job. 
I guess that would probably be cooler. As a you're talking to the wrong dude. I would rather <laughs> take it. I would rather take a good wrestling. Night. I would totally <laughs> rather watch four hours of wrestling than get a 20 minute hand job. <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. There's always Monday night. There's always <laughs> Monday night. Hey, buddy. That's uh. That was the 11 and a half minute wrestling hour power I hour. I can't believe that just happened. I, I know why somewhere happened. is turning over in their group. I know exactly why it happened. Because this is a certain month in September, Sean, when people get a little more rambly. Yeah. And a little more spacey. <laughs> and a little more distant-minded. Uh, as, as spacey and distant-minded as that was, that was pretty on topic. But you're about to ask me why, and it's because it's Stony Movie September. <laughs> yeah. Stony Mover? No. Oh, Stoner Movie September. <laughs> there we go. I S-M-S. love it, man. S. This is my favorite thing. That's now. a wrestling reference. Is it? They're they're well, all over. D M D. Oh, they're they're yeah. sprinkled everywhere for the the devoted <laughs> fans. It is. Yes. It is those Stoner Movie September, the the greatest holiday we celebrate here at Experience Grind. Yeah. And oh, don't uh, say that too loud. Brooks is gonna come slap you. You're right. You should actually. 12 minutes 30 can you nope, we cut not that cutting out. that out no not you happening. got to now dude got to dude now. there is there's a charity stream coming up and he's planning on doling out chops and yeah, you just I earned know. yourself one i know but now i do feel bad you just made the list <laughs> brookstober is after stoner movie september it yes. is the it is the consecutive uh holiday i don't well actually we do have a third one now we have uh, action movie december we we totally skipped month of Maja this year because oh, uh, we, we were sort of in like a restructuring mode also. Yeah, fuck that. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens if that one makes the, the cut in Experience that's, Grand 2.0. <laughs> that sounds like my least favorite month of the year. It's actually pretty <laughs> – it's basically just kung fu movies. Don't like it. What? Already out. <laughs> Shawnee boy. Dude, you got to talk me into some of these. I haven't watched a kung fu movie, I swear to God, in like 10, 15 years. What was the last one you remember watching? Uh, that, that one that was a comedy. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle? That's a hard yeah. one. That's yeah, not probably. a good one to start with. That's a good movie for people that are already fans of Kung Fu. It's similar to what I did to you with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. How like, oh, this movie's awesome if you've seen all these other movies and you're like, oh, great. To yeah. be fair, to be fair, I still enjoyed that movie. Sure, sure. But it did feel like one of those movies where it was just a background movie because I didn't have context. I didn't not like that movie. I'm excited to see what you think about this movie because <laughs> after looking at reviews, I feel super bad. But <laughs> Oh, you feel <laughs> super bad? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think you hated it, though. <laughs> no, I, I told you honestly. Like, So here's the thing. I will fully admit this is possibly the worst movie we've covered on this show so far but there's I no way it's worse it. than dude where's my car i don't know man this Come movie on. this movie it i'd like so the one <laughs> i don't agree Come with all on. of the uh the what is the rotten to, there's like this dude. one sentence review on rotten tomatoes though and i was like i can agree with part of that because it says it's like meandering i think <laughs> which i mean it, it, this movie it has, like, everything in the movie just happens to make the jokes happen, which I am fine with. But, like, yeah. it just, it is a movie that is, 
it, it's unfair to say lazy because like there are some people doing things here, but it, it's I want to say maybe like almost sort of a a highlight reel of like a Happy Madison movie. Like it has yeah. <clears throat> all of the things in all Happy Madison movies crammed in. Not like the real bad stuff like Jack and Jill, where it's just it, like completely missing. It's super vulgar. And yeah, I totally see absolutely why this flopped at the box office. I If this Big existed time. in streaming days, this would have been a straight to like Netflix deal and nobody yeah. would have cared. The fact that this got like a major movie market release. Dude, the first time I watched this movie, I had no idea that it ever made it to theaters. I, I saw this was, in theaters. I thought that this was a straight to DVD. Mm-mm. Like I, I bought this it. on DVD like two I was years after stoked. it came out. I was super stoked for this movie. Oh, and I liked it in the movie theater. I liked it now. That's what I'm, saying. I'm not saying I didn't like it because I had a, I enjoyed the shit out of it. But man, like you just got to you got to turn that fucking brain off and know, like, yes. dude, this and that's here's the other part. This is maybe the most stonerific movie we've had. I will yeah. absolutely say that, too, because, man, and it, it's referenced everywhere. I think it would absolutely make the movie more enjoyable if you were stoned because so much it's so like scatterbrained too that I feel like it's it's written almost in a way to like it goes through these peaks that like of like somebody who would be smoking weed throughout a movie like you'd come up to these highs and lows where like people would be packing a bowl and then oh shit uh, here's this dude's fucking dick and balls cause whoa and then <laughs> Stuck it cruises in down <laughs> not that the dude that got it like he got poked in it was uh oh yeah his, his balls fucking, unraveled <laughs> the T-1000 yeah dude this movie's so jam packed with fucking cameos and like big names it's so crazy I just want to touch on something that you just said it's when you're talking about like you know how it feels that kind of way of a, a happy Madison this movie just feels like uh, fucking compilation of one-liners and one-off scenes that somehow they all stitch together to be a movie. But I will tell you what, the first time I ever saw this movie, I was high as a kite. <laughs> that was like 13 years ago, and I will admit that, and I have never laughed so hard at a goddamn movie in my entire life, ever. And every time I watch this movie, I still laugh my ass off. It's some, We just had you on back... In the old days, for fucking Anchorman, did we not? And I feel like it's yeah. going to be a very similar situation, almost. like, Kind of. I, I think so. I mean, that has way more of a cohesive story. Oh, and 100%. Not, not that I'm saying that this doesn't have a cohesive story. Like, if you follow the trajectory of the arrow that somebody shot from a bow, you have a start point and you have an end point. But then all, sort of, all sorts of ridiculous ass shit happens in the middle. For sometimes seemingly no reason, yeah. but while you're watching it, if you're in the right state, you don't even question it. You're like, okay, now they're getting all high on nitrous oxide in a van and <laughs> naked and painting each other with neon. It's it's insane. Yeah. I think you're pretty on the nose uh, earlier when you said it feels a bunch like of other scenes from other Happy Madison movies almost, and they just sort of, and I think that probably describes it perfectly it's a bunch of half ideas that they maybe had at some point and then they didn't want them for this thing but they're like hey but we should keep this and we could probably do something with it later and then all of that became this 
Perfect example is there is a scene probably about 15 or 20 minutes into this movie where they're all gathered around the table because take a step back. This is about some nature show on TV. You know, think uh, dude got, that got murderized by a fucking sh- um, stingray. Uh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Like, what if his? Yeah, what if his shows? He's not the crocodile hunter, unless yeah, he you're is. doing two different things. No, that's crocodile done. Oh, never mind. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he got there, folks. He got there. <laughs> I'm gonna take a fucking step back right now. <laughs> but it's it's in vain of it's in lieu of that. But these guys are all fucking stoners that can't get shit done. They're fucking losers. They're about to get fucking canceled. So they gather around this table and they're trying to discuss ideas to like save the show. And they're sitting there, and it is, like I said, it's got the who's who of who's who. You got Justin Long, you got Jonah Hill, you got Ernest Borgnine for some fucking reason. You mentioned Robert Patrick, or the T-1000, but they're all sitting around this table, and they try to get attention of Junior, Justin Long's character, who has so many funny move- moments in this movie that are just like one-offs. That just as long like, as the best part of this movie. Oh, my God. And so he's sleeping, but they don't know that because he has eyes tattooed on his on eyelids, eyelids yeah. in case he was sleeping because he smoked some weed that was laced with like PCP or something, air quote, unquote. You never see them on his eyes no. again throughout no, the rest yeah. of the movie. And there's another part in this movie where they confront a couple of uh, Mexican gangbangers, which I think is their name in the title or in the credits, yeah. who have a car with hydraulics, which knocks their fucking teeth out. And Fred, who is played by Alan Cover in this movie, who you may know from Grandma's Boy, you know, the main character and that. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, him and Steve Zahn, Zahn get their front teeth knocked out. As soon as <laughs> Fred's teeth get knocked out, his mustache falls off. Oh, shit, I didn't even notice, but that's hilarious. It's just like... And that's the that's the take that they kept, too. Yeah, it's just awesome. the stupidest shit ever, man. Also, I'm pretty it. sure that that Mexican gangbanger was a white dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. Well, questionable. First name Kevin, last name Alejandro. So... Okay, okay. Mm. I'll give it to him. They're probably... Yeah. <laughs> they probably know more than me. Let, let me say that. Although it wouldn't yeah. be the first time Hollywood has cast a white dude as a minority it, figure. It did look like the whitest dude with like two teeth grills. I also like that they they got their teeth knocked out and then immediately fully repaired to the point, and they just like <laughs> he comes out and it, it's like a cartoon because that's what this movie is. It's a cartoon. It is they, a cartoon. Yeah. And but he comes out and he like just spits the dental gauze out and his teeth are perfectly fine again. Yeah. So you know, that's a really good point. This movie does feel like if Mad- Happy Madison made a cartoon, the most ridiculous cartoon that you could imagine, but then they were like, "You know what? Let's take this and just make it live action and see how it works." <laughs> yeah, probably way cheaper. And one of the reviews that I read was like, everybody's got to stop taking this so seriously. Just sit back and relax and just enjoy the ride. And I'm right yeah. there with them. Yeah. Like, guys, just turn off your brain. He have a good to time. Say, smoke weed while you watch it. <laughs> Here I am. I didn't want to go too heavy handed on that. But then again, it is Stony Movie, Stoner Movie <laughs> September. It that is. one was on purpose. Get ready. It was it. it I, yeah. See, I totally feel like even the hospital scene like was probably just something from another... Because the only way we get there is because Dante gets eaten by these sharks in the seal costume. 
And he says, I'm going to get you wicked close-ups of these sharks. He doesn't even take a camera. Yeah, what? We can get you some shots you ain't never seen before. Orf, orf. Yeah, but then, like, doesn't have a camera, jumps in, and then immediately gets thrashed. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not a SEAL, man. It's your boy Danny. It's your boy Danny. Let oh, me yeah, go, man. Danny. I call this dude Dante in every movie because that's what he, that's his name in Grandma's Boy. And that's also his real last name. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. awesome. That dude's great because he, he's just the same guy in every Happy Madison movie. Every single one of them, dude. I don't think there's a freaking divergence in like what his character actually is. At least the, the dude uh, from Grandma's Boy like acts and tries to be different things. Yeah, I, I would appreciate it if this took like the Final Fantasy route, where even though Sid's technically like a different character in every single game, there's still always a Sid that oh. has like an airship. I wish that he was this like Happy Madison Sid. Yeah, he's just the Happy. He's Madison just always Dante. Dante. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, yeah. he is in everything but name, I guess. But yeah, we yeah. could just. I. That's what we're doing. He's Dante, and in, in every other one. Um, I don't even know how many other movies he is in. I know he's definitely in uh, Little Nicky. He's in Little Nicky. He's in Big Daddy. Okay. I don't. I don't remember who he is, but I know he's in Big Daddy. He's not in Joe Dirt. Man, this movie could have used. I really. I think Nick Swartzen strangely would have been great to see. Joe Dirte. I mean, of uh, course, I'd love to see David Spade too. Fifty First Dates, Mr. Deeds, Little Nicky, Big Daddy, The Water Boy, The Wedding Singer. Oh, he is in The Water Boy too. He's like one of the defensive tackles. Oh yeah, he's the cross-eyed. No, he's, he's the, not the cross-eyed no, one. No, he's not. That's but he's Cobra. the one that goes, "I'm the Water Boy." Durr, <laughs> <laughs> Is that one? Oh man! And the little, uh, the often forgot one. Surprisingly, that's not this one. Is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, of course. So you're looking at his oh, okay. IMDb profile yeah. right now. Does he have any acting credits that aren't Happy Madison movies? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, King of Queens. Is Dickie uh, Roberts? Is Dickie Roberts a Happy Madison? Sure is. Son of a bitch. That's all uh, that he's in. It is, dude. It is very few and far between. And the only Costa reason Rican he's summer on King of Queens is because that's Kevin James's TV show, and he knows yes. Kevin James through fucking Adam Sandler. And that's my boy, Grown Ups Two. It's, <laughs> all he's it's in. pretty much all his. He's got thirty-one credits, and somehow they're all like twenty-nine of them are Happy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. That's amazing. That's the, I love that, that dude, the one that he's not in is Happy Gilmore. Probably. I'm, that dude is living the best fucking life, though. Dude, if you could literally get wherever you are in life for whatever he's doing, just doing, like, part random-ass roles in, like, Happy Madison films, like, that's cool. Getting stoned all day with these same dudes. 52 years old and... Just doing Happy Madison films. Okay. Getting ripped all day. That's yeah. that's a good life, man. I guess. Bad. If you're into that sort of thing. And he always plays that character that's yeah. just like he's not part of the main cast. He's like that outside, like, random ass character that you run into halfway through the movie. And then maybe you'll touch upon him later in the movie. A bit part. A bit yeah. character, if you will. Um, like, forever a bit character. But in terms of, like, other, like, random-ass people that are in this movie, like we mentioned, we have Justin Long, 
who you said is probably like the best character in this movie. And I'm not going to argue that. He's fantastic. And I love Alan Covart's Fred. But you also got Jonah Hill, which plays like this redneck uh, closeted gay dude. It, it does not work, but I still love it. <laughs> dude, how do you feel about his song on the bus? <laughs> I loved his song. I loved his song and I loved his thong. If you step my fearless, then fuck you. Yeah. I lo- he's actually, it was pretty good. I was digging it. It's, again, it's super vulgar, stupid, over the top. And it, yeah. it feels like somebody just fucking around because it probably was. Jonah Hill mm-hmm. just fucking off and they're just filming. And uh, it works, man. Jonah Hill's fucking great. His southern accent is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's so bad, but it makes it so much better that it's so and I, That's bad. why I wonder if it's like, if it's meta, is it an intentionally just god awful? Like, did they go for a it's so bad, it's funny approach to it? Like, I. That's what, like, at points I have to think so, because they, do they have to know what they're making, too. I mean, that's why I say, like, I don't want to say lazy or phoned in, but it it feels sort of cookie cutter. Yeah, that's fair. Because they, Steve Zahn is still trying in a lot of these, and he's obviously, here's the other thing I talk about. You can tell everybody on this movie is having a fucking blast while they're making yeah. it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Steve Zahn's my least favorite character in the entire movie. Yeah, probably mine too. I don't like him at all. He's a... As an actor, I don't like his face. I wish he could just change his face. (laughs) I like Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn does some pretty good stuff. Uh, One of my favorite shouts in this movie, Kevin Heffernan. Sure, yeah. From Broken Lizard. makes Makes a cameo. As some alcoholic dude who just got fired from being a car mechanic uh-huh. is begging for a job. And in one of my favorite scenes, we're like, no, fuck you. You're not joining us. Oh, you want to live your depressing life? We'll hire you, fire you, and then you can go back to your depressing I'm just like, this is over the top and ridiculous. But, like, his character arc of trying to get sober, which is, honestly, it sounds awful to say it that way. But is it just makes me laugh. There's a scene where they're like, isn't that your fourth beer this morning? He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a cordial. It's a cordial. He's like, I didn't know if you were going to count beers or be hanging out with you guys. <laughs> he also, like, he keeps, a, like, when he tries to go sober, he keeps relapsing. And then, like, he's like, all right, guys, it's been, like, two hours since my last drink. This is going to actually be my last one. <laughs> What's his, what did he say? Yeah, my name's Whitaker, and they, by golly, this is going to be my last one. Oh, so There's bad. also a random hot chick for no reason, but just Ashley to have hot Scott. Chick. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had such a crush on her. She's like a poor person's. Um, fuck. Uh, um, God damn. Something about Mary. Cameron Diaz. Oh, Cameron she Diaz? looks like a poor person's Cameron Diaz. I'm probably into hair. her more than I would be Cameron Diaz. Same. That's why I was super into her. But her name was Cheryl. Played by Ashley Scott. Look her up. She's pretty hot. What else has she been in? Nothing. She's, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> much of anything with her. Oh, wait. She, she was in Jumanji The Next Level? The new one? Is she the the girl in that? The she's uncredited, girl? so oh. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> she's in The Last so. of Us Part 2. She's Maria. I don't. I didn't play that, so I don't Neither know. Neither did I. I avoided Last of Us part. Duh. Oh, she's in both of them. 
I don't like Last of Us. Not a big fan. Not gonna lie. Sorry, Mike Lanham. <laughs> sorry, like most everybody I know. For some reason, that's just True. like that game is so built up, and I just it's so plotting. I just don't want to play that. Same like way. I don't want to watch TV. Like why do I want to play a TV show video it's, game? I love the the meme of uh, just bought the new Sony exclusive. Pressed X. <laughs> now to watch a ten minute movie. <laughs> I will say, The Last of Us, the first one, the first 10 minutes of that it's game great. Great. is absolutely phenomenal, and, like, you don't even play half of it. Like, you, you play, like, actually, you play, like, half of it, but it's heart-wrenching, and then that's all I want. Show me in the ending. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I played it for, like, 10 hours. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, I think that's maybe about how much I played of it, too, and I was like, ah. But talk this. about zombies and made-up shit. This movie's about them. They found a solution to saving their show, which is getting a map to go find Bigfoot because Bigfoot exists. That is something in this movie. Well, yeah, and, and it's being sold to them by the dude that flies the plane in Goldeneye. That's how I remember this dude. Okay. I, I like I recognized him, but I didn't know who it was. But it's John, Joe Don Baker as Bill Joe Calhoun. Don Baker, baby. He flies the plane in Goldeneye. He always plays that guy. He's been in, I think he was in a lot of B-movies, too. He's surprisingly still alive. He was born yeah. in, like, 1932. Good for Joe Don Baker. Kills it in this movie. Got great comedic timing. Yes. He's also in Joe Dirt. And a smoking wife. At least in the wife? security camp. I don't know. In the oh, security man. camp, who's getting railed out. Man, by the way, a <laughs> whole lot of breasts in this movie. Yes, yes. A like, whole lot of breasts and a lot of, like, really inappropriate terminologies. Like, we here to hunt some pygmy people. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so I, that's I a believe thing to say. I believe it's set in the 70s, which they try to use to, like, make it okay, but then it's still like, eh. Are you sure it was set in the 70s? Because, it has a like, very 70s vibe to me. It seemed to me like when he was watching the old school videos of his dad's show, that mm -hmm. was set in the 70s. So I'm thinking like early 90s, mid 90s, which also I guess could make sense of that because people just said whatever the fuck they wanted until about 10 years ago. So checks out. <laughs> it's also I love the uh, the dude that's playing the uh, studio executive. The guy oh, yeah. Her. Jeff Garland. Yeah. Jeff Garland. He's another one of those guys that you just kind of see all the time, and you're like, mm -hmm. wait, what the hell? And then you're like, oh, yeah, curb your enthusiasm. Similar to Dante, he also just pretty much plays the same guy in all of his roles. Some executive making decisions, just like, <laughs> he's got, also got, it has great comedic timing. Yes. Which, like, it, ugh. I don't think Dante has, I don't know why I'm shitting on Dante still. Oh, I mean, because he just plays, instead of having good comedic timing, I think he's just, like, a good, uh, like, physical actor. Like, he can play, like, that ridiculous, like, oh, my God, what a slapstick kind of guy. The Whereas, like, Jeff yeah. like Jeff Garland's, his interaction with every every one of these video clips <laughs> that natural. is shown to him is so yeah. funny. Like, that video of the dude that's on fire with, like, Jesus doesn't love him anymore. And he's like... And, what was that thing about the, the Jesus? Was that at the rally, or did you guys add that? that? I can't tell. <laughs> what is it? Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> it's just like it was like. Okay, hold up. You were not in Africa. 
It's like, <laughs> well, turns out the natives of Africa aren't that attractive. Oh, man. His fucking... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I love when he, they, they, they fucking... They're doing the bear scene, and he's like, got the bear facts, and he's like ripping them off the cocktail napkin. And the one that they come to is that like salmon attacks on bears are much rare. And he's like, well, that's bears, gotta be true, right? We're going to that one. Bears kill 2 million salmon per year. Attacks on bears by salmon, on the other hand, are much more rare. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's gotta be true, right? <laughs> it's brilliant. That's. Oh. I. I stretch to say brilliant, but that's a pretty funny little joke. <laughs> I, I think that this, as as not brilliant as this is, this has some of my favorite just quotes, like, of all time, of just watching a fucking movie. That I can look at somebody else who's seen this movie and quote it, and they know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, another one from that Bears was like, Bears derive their names from a football team in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> it's just like, what? No. <laughs> Dumb- it's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then I or think like, they use it again uh, at uh, at the office. They put that into the thing, and he's like, what the yes. hell? No. Yeah. And then you have – so you get to the scene where they're showing Jeff Garland, like, the yeah. clips, and there's two fucking lions banging. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guess somebody cut me off a slice of slice that. Of that. Serve, <laughs> me, serve, serve me some more. And then it gets to the scene where Bill Calhoun's wife's getting banged by the other nature dude. And you've got Fred leaning in and be like, oh, yeah. Give me a slice of that. I would take seconds and still lick the clean the plate clean. It's just like. And then the dude's You're just going to throw this back? <laughs> yeah, the guy's wife that's getting railed. Like, the husband is right there while he says it. <laughs> in front of him. And then spoilers, guys, they do find Bigfoot, and they freak out, and they murder the shit out of him. (laughs) Also, like, so I saw this in theaters. This is only the second time I've ever seen this movie. That's the only scene I remember from this movie. And my memory of murdering Bigfoot? Yeah, that's all I remembered from this movie. Um, But, like, (laughs) I remembered a lot more once I started watching, like, Justin Long's eyelid tattoos. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. But I, the part about Bigfoot getting shot in my mind's memory of it, it was super more, like, elaborate and, like, violent. And, like, there were blood squibs going off. Dude, in this, they shoot, like, a thousand rounds and he has, like, one bullet hole the whole time. And it's <laughs> he has, like, like, one ribbon across his stomach. Yeah. And at like, all. And maybe, like, two in his chest. It's literally just the dude in the suit just sits there and goes, oh, and, like, shakes a lot with, like, bullet holes already sprayed on him. Dude, that exactly was, what oh, exactly what you mentioned earlier. It's just like so over the top and ridiculous that like I can't imagine watching this movie movie for the first time or really ever sober. Because that's something I didn't even think about and then like once it showed his stomach I'm like <laughs> there's like seven bullet holes and they just shot him a million times. Yeah. It's also so and then <laughs> They hang then him? Then they frame it like a suicide. Yeah. yeah. And then they try to justify it by being, by being like, you guys all heard it when we come, came up on him. And he was like, Grr. And then Kevin Heffernan's character is like, I don't know, man. It was kind of like a, huh? <laughs> Which he totally did. All he said was, huh? <laughs> oh, man. And then gets obvious, it's And it's all, it's so fucking scattered jointed all up to that yeah. point. Because like. In the story, they're they're traveling on the way there, and they're also shooting segments since they're like, hey, we can also sell these other things too. 
So you, and that makes sense in the context. Um, because they also have to get money to be able to yeah. pay for the map, but oh, yeah. every nine things happen, so they end up late. So he sells it to the other uh, TV guy, and that creates more problems. And yet they kept going, right? Oh yeah, because they were going to hire the Bushman, who's another Happy Madison regular. The dude Who that says Bushman. Oh, yeah. Blake Clark. He yeah. was Dick. Say my fucking name again. <laughs> Call me Dick again. <laughs> he likes to. Uh... He gets eaten by piranhas. <laughs> oh yeah, and then they they're fucking mowing down on the piranhas all angrily. Yo, did I just eat some dick? <laughs> I mean, it's so fucking juvenile. Like they've just eaten a man, and they're all sick about it. And then we have to cut to, yo, did I just eat some dick? folks if you're listening to this and being like there's no way they could possibly be describing a movie yes this all happens it's also (laughs) and we haven't even gotten to the turkey oh fuck i forgot about the goddamn turkey too dude (laughs) holy shit dude for real i joked and i even told him about this too i told him we joked about it but like for real this would have broken ryan this movie (laughs) he would have quit he would have quit after it had we watched it. There's no doubt. He'd have been like, nah, fuck this. I'm not. Dude, you texted me that last night. And as soon as I read it, the way I read it was Kyle just finished this movie. And this was his first thought. <laughs> it wasn't long. At, like, I'd watched it earlier. And I was like, I thought about it. And I was like, man, I need to tell that to Sean, too. Because it's true. Because That's hilarious. Yeah. I and- wanted to bring that up. But I'm glad that you did bring it up. And the thought hit me right around the time when, like, they're pulling the turkey off, and his dick is just... A, there's so many dick shots in this movie, too. Like, It's just go, like Stretch Armstrong's. Yeah. We see his dick. We see uh, Robert Patrick's dick. Wait. Yeah, yeah, because his balls were all sewn up but upside like, down, so his yeah, balls were on top of his dick. <laughs> that was fucking weird. And then, I feel like there's another dick shot. Is there not? I don't recall another one, but maybe it wasn't as memorable as a dick down a turkey's throat and a dude's yeah. balls on top of his dick. <laughs> this fucking, <laughs> this turkey looks so garbage. It's so bad, dude. It's, it looks like a Thanksgiving decoration just flopping on a dude's dong. <laughs> it's so massive because it's they obviously had to like fit the animatronics in and yeah. it's so ugly and like... yeah. But it's also hilarious. It's so I mean, stupid. Like, when when it happens, and then, like, he somehow gets in the car, and they drive him all the way to the emergency <laughs> room, and he hops out with it. Yeah. Fucking great. It's, it's still there. And then, not going to lie, I thought it was hilarious, the line where the nurse has to relax the uh, turkey's neck, and so she's stroking the, necks, the neck, and she goes, fuck's sake. He's got an erection. And the doctor's like, calm it. He's, he's like, she's fucking hot, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is, again, you just said it. It's so juvenile, but it strikes every chord of my just like dumb, stupid man. Juvenile like, humor, right? This is so juvenile, but I can't help but laugh. We're wired a certain way, and that's fine. Yeah. You can find farts funny. It's okay. That's true. You can find boners hilarious because they are. You can draw boners as a 37-year-old man, and it's not that weird. It's not that weird. 
it's it's a little it's a little you, you just can't have like boner sword fighting i mean you can that's yeah, fine if that's what you, you prefer want. you can do that i draw veiny boners that's what i do it's my specialty it gross people I, out i draw them with like big ass helmets <laughs> did you, did you guys cover super bad i don't think we got to it yet wow that's crazy. Could totally that's, count that's as a nice. stoner movie, although it's a lot more about getting booze. Yeah, that's not a stoner movie. I feel he gets high though, doesn't he? Okay, so we talked about this a little bit ago. Like, does it have to really talk? Do they really have to get high, or is it one of those movies that is better experienced on when drugs. when you're on drugs? Mm-hmm. I think that's the real question here. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't know. I still don't know. I'm unsure. Like, you tell us, folks. I don't think we've, or we might have done one without drugs. No, I think every one of them has weed, at least somewhere in it, so far. And I'll tell you guys, this movie has a lot of weed. Oh, a shit ton. A shit ton. Like, it minute, leads Justin off Long, with weed. Yeah, Justin Long's ripping fucking massive rips out of a skull bong. Uh, I'm, I'm picking up something. It sounds like a babbling brook. Yeah, oh, no, bubbling. it's gone now. It's Junior. gone. <laughs> He's just fucking ripping him, man. It's hilarious. In the opening scene of this movie, you have Steve Zahn watching his dad's show while just ripping a joint and being like, yeah, I used to smoke a lot of dope. Yeah, no, I don't do that anymore. I quit. <laughs> he, t- he says that like three times. He's on the phone with somebody and he says it too yeah. while he's smoking weed. And then he, he shows up at his house, Ernest Borgnine. Because I'm sure he shot all of his scenes in one day. That's why he's oh, not the in the middle fish. part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll give you one day. You can shoot everything. And that's all you get. And I'll take $2 million. Everything I saw was like he was in it for a quick paycheck. Yeah, of course he was. Of yeah. course he was. He's also great in it because it's Ernest Borgnine. I fucking love him. It's hilarious. The only uh, Ernest Borgnine reference that I ever knew before this movie was from the Weird Al ba- song. Oh, wait, you've seen Basketball. Yeah, but I saw that after this movie, I think. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I see what you're saying. Maybe I saw it before. No, I don't think so. Maybe I saw it before this, but I didn't connect who it was. Sure. You know? It was one of those, like, I know that guy, but you're like... Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I'm stoned and I'm watching this movie. (laughs) Exactly. I'm stoned and I'm watching this movie that's already made me laugh and shown me boobs within the first ten minutes. Yeah, lots of boobs. I'm gonna. Yeah, it was a whole lot of boobs. Boobs everywhere. Boobs galore. Oh, shit, man. I don't really know what else we can chat about in this movie outside of, I think, the most iconic scene coming out of this movie. Possibly. It was the one that was in all the trailers, and I think if anybody went to see this movie, it was because of this scene. And then they were sorely let down because they had to sit through this whole thing to get to this two-minute segment. That is exactly what they got in the trailer. (laughs) You say that, but they they were treated to a delightful movie. <laughs> <laughs> or as I should say, <laughs> I hope that I have used, I hope I've committed and we've had that as the intro and it will be the outro music. Uh, but yeah, of course, Steve's on doing this ridiculous laugh to a goblin shark swimming up and then just replaying it over and over because he's stoned. And the only people really enjoying this movie at this point are also still super ripped. <laughs> and they're also laughing their asses off because it is utterly ridiculous. It's, it's so fucking stupid that you can't it's, help but laugh. 
if you haven't seen this, guys, like literally he just described it, but it is a scene of a shark coming towards the screen with him doing a stu- like, because it's the most ridiculous looking shark ever, but he keeps looping it, and every time it loops, it gets more and more ridiculous. And I've got to say, dude, by the time it got to, like at the end, I was crying. I was in tears. The first time I I ever saw this. I definitely laughed again this time watching it, and that's and I was like, oh, I kept. I was like, where the fuck is the shark scene? I know it's in the movie, and then it's like, oh yeah, because they do the whole shark thing at the end. It's all about it, sharks. Yeah, it's right after he says, "This shark is attacking Nicole Richie." Oh yeah, which I was like, wow, that's super dated. <laughs> well, that's super dated, and that's one of that's a point to you to being set past the seventies. Although I still don't get why everybody dresses like it's the seventies. There are a bunch of hippies that live in a van. That's true, too. In this shitty RV. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> favorite scene? Did we talk about that? Favorite scene? Dude, I don't even fucking know. What's your favorite scene? I'd have to think, too. Um, I mean, really, the Justin Long eyeball scene is pretty fucking good. That one got me this time. I don't know why it's so again it's all it's so stupid. Yeah. And it's like I I've seen that in cartoons. I don't know if you've ever fully seen it in a movie at least. They did look like really good eyes and that was mm-hmm. that was also impressive. So They even did like upper eyelids. Yeah. slash eyelashes and like it took me this time that I just watched it like I paused it. I'm like did they do like upper eyelashes for him? They did. That's fantastic. Really committed to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't... It just And until he opens his eyes, it looks pretty realistic. Yeah. And then he opens his eyes and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that wasn't real. It totally looks fake. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then he closes them again. And it's not it's not the worst looking yeah, thing I've ever seen. Your stupid pea brain is just like, oh, maybe those are real. <laughs> it's way more... It doesn't take me out nearly as much as the turkey anytime it's on scene. Yeah. Oh, man, you asked for a favorite part in this movie. I don't even know, man. Like, I I can't even decide. I I can't even choose. I do love, like, every part of this movie. You know, if I had to narrow it down, I really do love Danny slash Dante's part in this movie. Like, that (laughs) part where he's in the seal suit, dude, pops me every time. I think it's hilarious when he gets attacked and they're doing the whole interview with him. Like, it's just so funny. And then at the end of the movie, when he's, like, flipping him off and, like, vomiting in his mouth. It's just, like, it's so it's so stupid and so right. random. It, it's, like, a, such a stupid payoff for that. But it's just, like, there's not a part of this movie that I don't like. Like, why is it Why is it that shark? Why is it... Why, all of it. It's, again, I can't believe how many times we've used to describe this movie, but it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it really is. Um, I saw. I read a review earlier that was just like, it's not bad, but I'd never recommend this to anybody. <laughs> Did I tell everybody to watch this movie? I, like, <laughs> And nine times out of ten, people are just like, that movie sucked. I'm like, suck, you're dude. fucking wrong. <laughs> but that one out of ten that, like, I can have dude. this connection with somebody and we can just exchange quotes, I'm fucking I do like, I want to watch all the scenes with uh, Jeff watching all the clips again. I really oh, Jeff Garland? Was, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Garland. I thought the, 
He's probably my my favorite part too. Him and Justin Long are just enjoyable. Man, Justin Long carries a lot of this movie though. He really does by just being a stupid stoner, and it's he has the least to do. I loved oh for real and like okay his acting is superb like his twitchy little like he's never there so if somebody touches him he's like oh god what the fuck was that man Mm -hmm. like like it's just so good but you were just talking about Jeff and I think his trajectory of watching those clips is just so fun because by the end when they show him the fucking documentary of Bigfoot killing himself. And he just breaks character and laughs. And he's just like, this is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts the credits. It's just like, it's the perfect ending. Because that's like, I feel like that's what everybody looking back at what they just watched. It's just like, this is the dumbest shit. I do love that too. That it like, it ends with a fucking character break. And they're just like, fuck it, man. Here's the credits. Yeah. And a lot of like the the bloopers, I don't know if they, I don't remember if they show the bloopers in the credits, but I have the DVD and I like a lot of the bloopers in the outtakes are just so funny. I'm going to have to YouTube those. I love to watch like YouTube blooper compilations. I watch the ones from like The Office and it's always sunny all the time, man. I'm going to go look those up. I think you'll appreciate this because these guys just have like a certain sense of humor where it's just like, it's really dumb outtakes, but they're really funny outtakes. Much like this whole movie. Really dumb, but really funny. Really stupid. (laughs) Sean, you know what else is stupid is that this is going to be the end of this episode on... uh, It's pretty dumb. On Strange Wilderness. Strange, stupid wilderness. But I got a a couple questions to ask you before we do. Sean, I want to know, first of all... Would you classify this as a stoner movie? Fuck yeah. You shouldn't watch this if you're not stoned. I agree with Sean. This is absolutely uh, 100%. I think I said it at the earlier part of the show. This might be the most stoner movie we've watched for stoner movie September. It's Yeah. And I've been fucking advocating for this movie for years. You have, man. You've pushed for it for a while. Uh, first time on the show, you got it on, baby. So, hell yeah. Mm, mm, Perks mm, of being... Mm co-host you get to be like yeah. oh no we're just doing this one i i get a yeah, pick. perks yeah. of making the fucking rules <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah with with that said that that's shawnee's choice we've already done my choice so uh our final two choices will be listener choices um the polls or the post is still up i should actually reshare that uh, if you're listening to this go over there vote on some things if you still got something that hasn't been nominated throw its name up there if you see somebody else put one up that you'd like to hear us talk about, throw a like on that. Do we have a poll up yet? Or is just the one where we're asking people to suggest? Because the one that has suggestions is fucking packed. Is it? Good. We, okay. we, need, to, we need to narrow that shit down. All right. Well, that's what we'll be doing before yeah. the next two weeks Damn. come up, folks. And uh, usually, as is tradition, I think whoever submits those, uh, we usually invite to come on as guest, whichever ones get picked. So uh, you might be getting a message in the mail soon too so yeah so think twice about recommending stuff people idiots you gotta watch them with us yeah you fucking dumb dumbs though i got i do gotta say there was not many movies in that that i saw and i was like i don't want to watch that so nobody submitted pretty, pretty thrilled about that i was pretty stoked on that i don't is that have you seen that no we still have not but that was Ryan and I joked because they've made nine evil bong movies somehow. So we were always like, well, we'll always have content for stoner movie September. Yeah. At least two years worth. (laughs) If, if you do, 
Just one stoner movie September of nothing but evil Bond movies? That sounds terrible. Yeah. I'm aware. But <laughs> at, what, at what point did we start counting some of the later, like, Leprechaun movies? I, I Right. I don't know, man. What? I don't know what, where cutoffs are, but uh, <laughs> I tell you, it'll be a lot quicker before we get to Evil Bong number nine, before we do a cutoff. Ugh, I promise God. you that. But uh, hopefully we never get to that point. Yeah. But until we do, you'll have to keep listening and find out if we do. On this, the Experience Grand Podcast, where Shawnee always tells you what to do. Boys, I'm going to need you to stay, take a step back. Grab out a couple pieces of rolling paper. I'm going to need you to sprinkle a little bit of no fucks right into the center of that. Roll it up. Give it a little bit of a lick-ski. Light it up and spark up some no fucks given and go fucks yourself. Wow. Go fucks yourself? Who like says that. that? Go fuck yourself! <gasps> Woo! <laughs> Luchasaurus.